Blog Talk Radio. Morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where you are, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host. We thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime. You can reach us through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode that's entitled Step by Step, We Are Not Alone. How many times do we feel or have we felt like we've just walked the longest journey alone and we needed Christ the most at that time? Then we end up asking ourselves, well, how can that be? You know, because that doesn't really make sense. We know what Scripture says. Scripture says, I will never leave nor forsake you. So why does it feel like we are alone? Could it be, just perhaps, could it be that Jesus Christ enveloped us into his loving arms and he carried us through? Many of us are familiar with footprints in the sand, and I'm going to read it for us today. Footprints in the sand. One night, a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, You said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why I needed you most. You would leave me. The Lord replied, my son, my precious child, I love you and would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Now, the author of that poem, Footprints in the Sand, is unknown. I've always known it to be unknown. And what a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful poem it is. And I understand that the authorship is being challenged in court today. So we're not going to deal with that today. We're just going to let the courts handle it, and we'll trust God for the outcome and that the outcome will prevail the truth. Who actually wrote 
the poem. In the meantime, it's been published for years, and we've seen it on calendars. We've seen it on greeting cards. We've seen it etched in wood. We've seen it etched in stone. We've seen it on paper. Uh, You name it. And it really does bring comfort to us when we think that we're walking alone. So today's episode is step-by-step, We Are Not Alone. We all face what we would call local and global crises. If we live long enough, we're going to experience crises or catastrophe. uh, And crises just are part of life. I mean, life happens, right? And some of the crises that we uh, encounter, the global crises, if you will, we've we've, uh, read about or have experienced tsunamis and earthquakes and and flooding and uh, landslides and avalanches and terrorism. And then there's those local crises that we also uh, encounter. It could be cancer and divorce and bankruptcy, or death. But whether it is global or local, here's the question. Is it possible to experience God in the midst of catastrophe? And is it possible to experience God when we're in deep crises? So that's a question that we can ask ourselves. I've asked myself that, you know, a lot of people say, if God is a God of love, why does he let bad things happen to good people? Or if God is a God of love, why did this happen? And, you know, some of these catastrophes that I've mentioned, it's not an exhaustive list. I'm sure each of us has our own personal stories. But the question is, where is God? And is he, in fact, in the midst of some of the things that we experience that we would put in the category of crises or catastrophe? Those questions. Is God in the midst of catastrophe? And is it possible to experience God in the, when we're in deep crises? I would say the answer is yes. What we should be asking ourselves is how are we going to respond to God during crises? So if we belong to him, and these situations occur, these circumstances occur, are we going to respond to him like he is distant and afar, or are we going to respond to him like he is close and near? Are we going to believe our circumstances and put our trust in what we can see lowering our sights on what we can see or what we're experiencing, or are we going to believe the word of God and put our trust and faith in him and his promises? So as you know, when I develop a a podcast and and publish it, you know, and and hope to to, uh, give people an alert that we will be on air and recording again, and we always invite our listeners to call in, I have to develop what we call a promotional material, and it's published. And if people don't want to read the entire thing, it gives you uh, the title, 
and then it also gives you a short pitch, and that short pitch is designed to sort of lure you in and say, oh, that sounds interesting or that's an interesting topic. But the short pitch today is for this particular episode is we do not walk this journey alone. Christ is with us always and will carry us when we can't take another step or when we stumble along the way. So we will stumble. We do stumble. And uh, it, it is for us to know and believe that Christ will carry us through no matter what it is that we go through. God has made us a promise, I will never leave nor forsake you. When then, where then is God when we need him most is the question that is often asked. Why does it feel like we are walking alone through difficult times? The truth is Jesus is with us in the midst of tumultuous storm and in the midst of the calm of the storm. We just need a reminder where to find God in crises. We serve a mighty God. You know, he's the creator of the heavens and the earth. God is everywhere. He is not bound by space or time. Life and death are in his hands. He sees and knows all things. So whether we're struggling with damaged or broken relationships and unexpected crises, unemployment, depression, or injustice, he hears the cries of our hearts. The Lord is there for you and I. He has been, always will be, time and again. So, of course, I have to present some scriptures, and these scriptures will just be a reminder for us to to know God's promise and to stand on his promise that he will not leave us nor forsake us. But also, these are scriptures that give us somewhat of a warning to not lean on our own understanding, not to try to reason things out with our limited intellect and intelligence. So Joshua 1 and 5, and this is the New International Version, says, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that's one version of that, that verse that we keep hearing and repeating. And then in Proverbs 20, 24, it says, A person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? If we truly have entrusted our lives to the Lord, and he is the one that's giving us the guidance and the direction that we need, being a lamplight to our feet, he will direct our steps if we allow him. And so then how can we understand our own way? We really can't. We have to align our way with his way so that we are on the path that he would have us walk, the journey that he would have us walk. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says that very nicely, and very it says it better than I just said. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, or in all your ways, submit to him, some versions will say, and he will make your path straight. So we want to make sure that we are parallel with what God is doing for us. We want to make sure that we are on his path and not our own. And then in Proverbs 14 and 12, it says, there is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. So oftentimes we'll get going and we think it's the right way and it's not, and we end up on this journey that we shouldn't be on. And then Psalm 1, 1 through 2 says, how blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. So we want to make sure that our steps, our walk, does not end up being um, 
you know, in the counsel of the wicked, and we don't want to stand in the paths of sinners. We don't want to be a stumbling block, and we don't want to sit with the scoffers, those who make mockery of Christianity or Jesus Christ or, or the gospel, the death, burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. And then Isaiah forty twenty nine through 31 says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. Verse 31 says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. What a promise we have that when we do become weary, like we can't take another step, we can look back in the sand and see that there was one set of footprints, and it wasn't us walking, but Jesus actually picked us up and carried us through. It says that we will soar on wings like eagles, and we will run and not grow weary, and we can walk and not be faint. And then Hebrews 13 and 5 says another version of the I will not leave you nor forsake you, and it says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So you see, today we have to know where to go when we're in crisis. And knowing where to go doesn't mean that we have to seek and search and find because God is always with us. He does not leave us. He does not forsake us. So oftentimes we get isolated. We get confused about what's going on. We try to reason and rationalize what's happening. And it could be a crisis. It could be a catastrophe. And we just start going off on this own, our own path, trying to figure it out, trying to fix it, trying to sort it out. Remember Proverbs 14 and 12 says, there is a way which seems right to man, but its end is a way of death. So remember when you were asking the Lord, why there is only one set of footprints in the sand when you've been through a difficult time, a crisis, a catastrophe, tragedy, he most likely carried you and I through whatever it is that we are going through. So with that, I want to say God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. And we will talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.